Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath, stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind Hello and welcome to That's PTX to Me, a podcast where us pentaholics discuss the latest and greatest from our favorite acapella superstars, Pentatonics, and celebrate the amazing pentaholic community. This is our 18th episode, recorded on Monday, March 9th, 2020. My name is Hassan, and I'm joined today by Katie. How are you, Katie? I am doing so good. This is such an exciting night, and I'm just so excited to be here. Yes, it is very exciting. And of course, as always, we are also joined by Karen. How are you, Karen? I'm so good. Guys, it's a full moon. We've got a crazy time change. We've got Friday the 13th coming up. It's a wild week, but I'm so glad to be here with you. Yes, Yes. I agree. We are very excited because we, we've done this segment before called our Pentaholic Valentine, where we've brought on some Pentaholics from the community, yes. which has been fun. But today, <laughs> today we have one of the ultimate Pentaholics, someone true. who was a Pentaholic before Pentaholics even existed, really. That's true. A Pentaholic original. <laughs> original. That is true. Uh, we are excited to welcome the one and only Mike Grassi. How are you, Mike? Hi there. I am well, and thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure for, to, for me to do this. It's a lot of fun. Oh, we're so glad we're you so agreed excited. to do this. Yay. Thank oh, you for bet. doing this with us. You are My just pleasure. the best. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, we are we are very very excited, and we're gonna we're gonna learn all about Mike, and and it's gonna be a lot of fun. But first, quick order of business, just a reminder: uh, if you are listening to the podcast, please make sure that you are subscribed and that you rate the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, Podbean, all of that fun stuff. It really helps uh, spread visibility and lets more people know where to find us. And you know, we we want to do more cool, fun things like this as well. So the more people listening, the more uh, fun we can have with with the community absolutely and guess what we get to start with one of my very very favorite segments of the podcast which is song of the week yay, of the week! yay! <laughs> we have a very special song of the week segment this time because we took a little different angle and these are going to be songs that are mitch grassy features or else have very special mitch grassy solo parts in them so i'm very excited to hear what you guys chose it was a hard choice right guys i was just oh about to like gosh. i did not want to interrupt you but and like, <laughs> i don't think you know this but we were like actually fighting over the songs and who was going to get <laughs> we're, to choose we're, what song we're because, tweeting each other <laughs> so oh my yeah. gosh and like they just kept coming like they like we literally could not stop thinking of songs yeah. that we wanted to choose we tried and, like three and we're like i can't decide and, we're and we weren't gonna give anyone up to each other oh, either we we're like nope. nope i said it no you can't take it so, <laughs> amazing guys i'm glad we got through that and are here oh, together on this we're, like, still, we're still friends after it it was amazing <laughs> But um, as always, we're going to start with our Pentaholic Valentine first. So, Mike, tell us what your favorite Mitch song is. Um, it has to be Aha. Uh, uh, not not just because of the high note thing at the end, but uh, it was <laughs> taken from the idea to do it, I think, was taken from uh, I can't remember her name now, the original artist for the song. 
but oh, she um, was a huge she was uh, a huge influence on Mitch uh, right. music wise and for him to be able to do that song I think was really really huge for him and then to hear him do that uh, live is just absolutely amazing for us too because we actually we saw her in concert one time and oh yeah uh, I don't remember if she, I, she did do that song and I remember hearing that and it's like wow that's definitely something that you should take on and here it was years later you wow. know with pentatonics it really wow, that's so it is, cool. it's a very special that's song that just gives me chills and like yeah, I performance every time and so beautiful mm. yes it's a, Know like the history behind it. That's just so cool. Right. I love. Well, that. I mean, and they did that. I mean, what? 2012. So we've like yep. consistently been loving that song for almost eight years. That's amazing to me. Because yeah. it's such a classic. Absolutely. And it's always new. You know what I mean? Like every oh, time we sure. hear it, it's never like, oh, yep, here's aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's just it's, so. <laughs> I think exciting. it's the one song that like Pentaholics agree like it can stay on the set list forever. We don't care. Yeah. Like, we Right. If you want to keep doing it, we'll keep listening to it. We love Amen. it. Amen. Parents love it too. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I think I will go next because I want to. And I love talking about the next song, which is the gold cover that they oh. did. Oh my gosh, guys. Um, no, when I first heard that they were going to be covering gold, I was like, I've never heard that song. I don't know what it is. And I listened to it and... Just like a lot of songs that Pentatonics covers, I was kind of like, ah, it's, I mean, it's a song. It's what I, it's whatever it is. And then I just thought it was like super auto-tuned and kind of crazy. And then I listened to them do it, and I was absolutely astounded that Mitch is able to do that with his voice. Like, I can't, I mean, I just can't even believe that he's capable of making that kind of sound. <laughs> like, absolutely insane that there's, you know, a girl had to sing probably eight or nine different tracks that somebody spliced together and he's just sitting on a couch just blah 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 just and <laughs> that's my favorite thing about that song like the gold cover live oh. is so oh. beautiful yeah no with the first time i heard it live i thought are they going to be able to do this i mean i know it was a live couch video but they're still you always wonder, like, what strings do they pull behind the scenes to make this work? And then, like, actually seeing it face-to-face was just mind-blowing. They're absolutely all... I still get questions at work and from friends about it asking me, oh, come on, you know, at some point this has to be auto-tuned. They can't be doing that. And I'm like, no, no it's absolutely oh, wow. oh, absolute. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And it's a perfect video to show that, too, because you can see them all sitting there with the mics and everything. Like, it's just right. it's the perfect setup. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can never get enough of the gold cover. I love it. And I feel like every time I listen to it, I, like, rediscover it. And I'm like, wait, this is so good. Yeah. I think it kind of gets forgotten because it's not on an album and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not one that gets played a lot. I actually looked at it today. It only has 12 million views. And I think at least 10 million of those are mine. I was about so. to say, yeah. at know. least 9 million are mine. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. All right, Hassan, you're up next. Tell us about your song. Uh, so the song that I chose, and this was hard because <laughs> by the end of it, I was like, all right, well, this, oh, no, can't pick that one. That was chosen. Oh, no, wait, that, that was chosen too. Um, but no, I, I ended up going with uh, Love Again because I really like 
just sort of the almost like the ethereal like quality yeah. of Mitch's voice in that song and just the uh, um, that sort of clubby style uh, track I think Mitch's voice uh, is, is suited really well for that and it's just uh, it's such a blast to hear and it's so catchy would that be considered an 80s type song do you think Oh, well, I mean, oh, wow, I'd love to hear it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) remix. We got to do that. Um, You know, it it could be. I don't know if that was the intent or not, but possibly some of the songs definitely have an 80s kind of feel. Yeah, Yeah. it does have Mm -hmm. kind of a vintage note to it. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear that every time. I know, me too. That's definitely another style of music that I was like not necessarily super into before I started listening to Pentatonix, and I was like, "All mm-hmm. right, okay, all right, I'll give that a chance." Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Hasn't awesome. that was a really good choice? Um, so <laughs> I really debated between a lot of these songs, and I've really was stressing about this, but I had to go with just for now. Um, another Imogenine Heat song. And honestly, like, again, obviously, it shows off how beautiful his voice is and, like, his range and things like that. Um, but also just the whole idea of, like, it's just a little bit of time of year where you just get to leave, like, being hopeless and, like, just all the kind of, like, ugh, feelings down and just go away. And to be quite honest, that is how I feel when I go to a concert where it's just like nothing else matters it's just like you just get to leave that hopelessness you get to like everything else can go away and like everything is just good and honestly it's such a beautiful song and um that is just a fave and we love just for now we love it Um, so much but also i was um talking to a group of you know some of my friends like okay i'm trying to choose what do I choose? And I had like a list of a couple. And honestly, another one that was in top contender was um, see-through. And I really wanted to highlight um, Lucian, who has come to Pentacon, Mm -hmm. avid listener of the podcast, um, immediately said see-through. I love them all, but the melodic notes he hits while singing for the very first time is so beautiful. Plus it's a trans anthem that gives hope to so many of the trans fans. It's so pretty. It shows constant love and support for the queer community, but especially his trans fans as a symbol of unconditional support for them to embrace their own identities and be happy like the angel he is. And I just thought that was such a beautiful message of like how songs just be so much more than just all right here's see-through like and it it can just become like so much more and i just i was like you know what i love see-through and i would choose it but like i'm gonna i need you to say that and i need you to have that (laughs) moment so um we have a new song of the week added to it so we now have very cool yeah so awesome I love that. I love that doing this segment always because it kind of shows the diversity in our tastes. And I think even though we had a common theme this time, we really did show different tastes even within Mitch's range. So I thought that's yes. pretty cool. Um, yes. Very, very cool. Yeah. 
None of that I, comes from his parents, by the way. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. <laughs> I mean. I mean. Mm. <laughs> um, I love this segment. However, <laughs> sometimes it makes me very nervous because what's coming up next is Tweet of the Week. So I always have to make sure that I have such a good tweet of the week <laughs> to go back on. You just want attention. You don't want my heart. A lot has happened in the world of Twitter this week, and um, honestly, I was going through a lot, but honestly, the tweet that I was laughing a lot about was Scott's tweet, and Mike, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a um, news report where there was a porch pirate um, arrested in Gainesville on Sunday. Um, He had been stealing packages and, like, ringing a doorbell and things like that. And he was wearing a pentatonix t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. And um, just tweeted it and just said, like, LMFG. And it it made me laugh so hard. Um, But then I also saw a response to it. Um, bringing this back to Mitch because I'm pretty sure he tweeted a while back about like his neighbor maybe wanting to say, like say like thinking that maybe he had taken one of his packages and maybe this person wearing the pentatonic shirt might be I don't know I don't know Who knows? you never know <laughs> so I just thought that was a funny tweet yeah. I just liked too, how that article was like, like you know explaining everything about the person and they had to highlight wearing a pentatonic shirt right like, right you know, it's like cause... oh gosh cheap advertising yeah <laughs> that's the truth that is the truth anyways that's Twitter world. Um, that is great well now it's the time the the moment that we've all been waiting for it's time for our pentaholic valentine segment cause I know about my love So this is where we get to uh, really learn more about uh, Mike and really, you know, have some fun here with some questions. So we have we have a standard set of questions that we ask all of our guests. Uh, okay. Then we have a couple of questions that um, us as co-hosts uh, wanted to ask. And then we also reached out to the Pentaholic community and asked them to send us some questions. So right. that way we cover all our bases here. So, okay, good. Starting off, uh, very simple, um, would you be able to just please introduce yourself, where you're from, for anyone that might not know um, who you are and sure. is missing out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, well, my name is Mike Grassi, and I'm Mitch's dad, and uh, both Mitch's uh, mom and I are both from small towns in upstate New York, <clears throat> Excuse me. And we've, but we've lived in Texas now for over 30 years, and, and uh, so we've pretty much uh called texas our home so uh neither one of well my wife is musical in that she used to play the saxophone uh she plays piano every now and then but it's you know not her main main thing uh our daughter uh jessa who lives in central texas she has uh three kids and she's married and they're on vacation right now uh out. As a matter of fact, they'll be visiting Mitch tonight. Oh, 
And uh, uh, as far as musical, my side of musical, I have a, a little bit of a voice, but nothing like Mitch's. I don't know where he got that, but we didn't get it. <laughs> uh, and I, I play a, a little bit of bass guitar. I'm trying to learn it. Cool. Uh, but, oh, but, I'm very, but I'm very slow. I'm very slow. As a matter of fact, I haven't touched it in about a month. I need to go back to that. Yeah. So, but uh, Very cool. Yeah, but and that's about it. That's, that's where we're at. Awesome. That's nice. so cool. Well, my question is to ask, you know, our, nor- our normal guests, how did you become a pentaholic? It's a little bit different. In your yeah. case, since you were the, probably the first pentaholic there was. So maybe talk about the first time you ever heard pentatonics together as a group. Well, uh, actually, uh, did you want to know about the pentaholic thing or did you want to know about the group? Oh. oh, go ahead. Tell us both. I'm okay. intrigued. Well, as, as far as the pentaholic thing uh, came into view, it was just something that I noticed one time on Twitter and started asking about it. And then I get, I think some of the people that started it and that were involved in it early on mm-hmm. just kind of contacted me and and started talking about it. And, and I was actually shocked and amazed that there were that many followers. Matter of fact, Rick and yeah. I used to joke about, oh, look, they've got tw- uh, 2,000 followers on Facebook. Oh I, wonder, I wonder if that'll oh, climb. Wow. And we'd watch it and we'd pay attention when uh, the Pentaholics would have the penta- Pentaholic parties or Penta parties or whatever. Yeah. Every time oh, my gosh. Yes. So we were we were attentive and watching from the very beginning. And, and just the whole idea of having pentaholics just absolutely blew us away as, you know, a family of the, of the group because it was like, wow, they, they really like our kids and they're really, you know, expanding this right. thing like crazy. And it, it just, it amazed me from the standpoint of when I, when we saw the sing off and all that, you know, it was great. And, you know, they won and, you know, it was stressful at times and all that. And, you know, we, we hoped that something big would would come of it. But yeah. uh, to have it blow up like it has is definitely attributed in a very large way to the Pentaholics and loyal fans because it would not have happened had that had Pentaholics not come along. I really believe that. Uh, but the first time we actually heard the group as a whole, uh, they did a concert right after winning. They came and did, I think, two or three concerts at Scott, Mitch, and Kirsty's high school here in town. Okay. And so it, it was kind of comical because they actually borrowed the clothes from the sing-off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Take, Ooh, yeah, so the sing-off, or NBC let them take, like, cartloads of, of uh, you know clothes to be able to perform in and they the you know the the three concerts were sold out probably in about 10 minutes and uh, it was just amazing they were on stage and they really didn't have a show per se mm-hmm. so they you could hear them standing back there going okay well what do you what do we want to do next and oh my god it, it, <laughs> They did their choreography, basically, that they had done on the show, and it was just, people were just eating it up, and we're looking at each other going, oh my gosh, this is just crazy. I and, listen. And, 
<laughs> it, it was just amazing to us. And like I said, if the if it weren't for the pent- pentaholics, I, I don't think any of that would have happened, or it would have happened at a much slower pace. Yeah, for sure. Wow. I'm telling you though, they yeah. make being a fan so easy and so fun though. Like that's just yeah. so yeah. cool. Yeah, they're very. The thing I love about them most, even eight years down the road, is they're very approachable. You know, yeah. they, don't, they don't take any of this for granted. I'm, a, I mean, I'm on ground zero. I know they don't. They right. love their fans. They appreciate their fans, and they realize without those fans, they would be nothing. They're so humble, <laughs> like truly, they're they so are. humble. Really are. And, and oh. honestly, that is the way they are in real life. This is that's not a put on. So wow. I, mean, you, I love that. Uh, so sweet. Okay. If you <laughs> could describe your personality with one pentatonic song, what song would you choose? Uh, it would have to be cheerleader. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. that yeah. is such a good answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we spend, Nell and I have spent a lot of time all through the years raising the, both of our kids and being cheerleaders for them. And sure. it's, you know, trying to build them up and, and uh, you know, move them forward. And uh, so you become a cheerleader for them and, and try to keep it all positive and you know, it doesn't always work out that way, but uh, I'd have to definitely. I'd have to say, cheerleader would have to be it. I love that. You're a great cheerleader. That's yeah, a good answer. <laughs> well, the next question is actually one of my favorite ones to ask, and it has to do with fashion. So, <laughs> <laughs> what tour costume item of clothing would you steal if you could choose one from any band member from any tour? So think about an outfit you've seen on tour that you just have to have. Well, or would wear. It, it, it's just some of the, sometimes when Mitch is on stage and I see some of the stuff, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> where, did that, where did that come from? How did you think of that? <laughs> it's sometimes his mother and I look at each other and just like, oh my Lord, you know, but he, he puts it off. You know, he's able to do it. You know, he's, he's oh, yeah, such he style. Uh, but I would say any, any like actual suit that he wears, especially one that's uh, like purple. I really like purple oh, and black oh, okay. or black, I think would be great. So, but the big problem would be, of course, there's quite a size difference between. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, hey, this is all theoretical, <laughs> and, like in yeah. our world. Like, excellent. This is like my favorite question because, like, everybody <laughs> immediately has like, "Oh, I know what." Oh, I, I know wear. exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, or I think it's the or the green suit. The, the when he wore the yeah. green suit. I think that was the one that I I chose when I answered the question. It was a green suit that he wore. uh, It looks so much like uh, uh, Wicked. Uh, It does! It it does! The time I saw that, I was like, wow, that's Wicked right there. I'm telling you, that was Mm -hmm. Wicked. And it was one of, like, very affordable, like, in a very, like, you could go online and type in ASOS. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, so um, 
obviously we know you because you have been so gracious enough to come to Pentacon and we've seen you at concerts, things like that. Um, but what is something that like your friends, your family kind of associates with you that maybe, um, you know, us Pentaholics, maybe we don't necessarily know or associate with you. Is there, we kind of talk, you know, I have like my Twitter friend, like my Pentaholic friends, yeah. but I don't think my teacher friends necessarily know what a crazy oh. fangirl that I do a podcast <laughs> and do Pentacon necessarily would know about yeah. me. Is there anything kind of where uh, your worlds don't necessarily uh, are the same? Well, it was early on when I was a, a teenager and a, and a younger person in my 20s, my ambition was... <clears throat> Excuse me, to be a play-by-play sportscaster. For oh. that end, I actually I did some of that in high school and college, and I also had a primetime Saturday FM uh, radio show. Uh, oh that, my gosh, you need wow. to become our fourth <laughs> host. Yeah, and actually just fell into that, and I absolutely loved it. It was probably the best job I've ever had in my life, and. Uh, I got kind of talked out of doing that uh, by my dad, and I wish that I'd not taken his advice on that. <laughs> mm, it yeah. was really a lot of fun, but it, you know, it, not, it wasn't, a, at least at that stage, it wasn't somewhere where I could make, you know, a good amount of money, so it just didn't work out, but uh, that oh, wow, that's cool. my dream to do those kinds of things, and, I, and my family definitely knows all that, but... Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Now we do too. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. No, that's that's super super cool. Um, so now we want to get into some questions that we each uh, had okay. specifically for you. And so, uh, the question that I had was specifically around one of my personal highlights of of my life. I think, uh, which was Pentacon, um, just uh, an incredible experience. And so, I was curious from your end. How did you first hear about Pentacon, and then what were your first impressions of the event when you when you attended? Uh, I think maybe a couple of members of of the uh, you know the people that put it together had contacted me and uh, had said you know we're going to do this event and would you be interested in in uh, in coming and. Uh, I was, my first thought was like, wait a minute, is this legitimate or am I being set up for something here? But, <laughs> and then shortly thereafter, I was talking to Rick and, and Angelica and uh, they're like, no, no, it's legitimate. And, you know, do you, let's go, let's get, let's go, let's do this. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So you know, we figured that, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of people there, you know, pentatype people. So we'll, you know, let's go check it out. <laughs> Uh, and when we walked in, I was just blown away, stunned with, first of all, the number of people that were there. And secondly, and probably most surprisingly, was the where these people were coming from yes. in the world yes. for this. And, <laughs> you know, the, the first one was the first one. And right. I, they're just taking a chance and spending their own hard-earned money to come here and talk about our kids. I mean, <laughs> that just blew me away. And it was so surreal. And even to this day, it just, I am amazed at the commitment 
uh, of the people that attend this and put it on and the people that put it on are really special people. I've never met a more dedicated bunch of people in my life to a cause. And <laughs> when we went, you know, I, to a person that was there, everyone was just really positive and upbeat and kind. And it was, you know, almost like a meeting of souls, so to speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was just solely for that purpose of, of sharing experiences and talking yeah. about the band, you know, and it was, you know, there was no, the, the biggest thing for me was there was total acceptance, no hate, uh, no, you know, putting people down. It was just an upbeat, positive situation, which unfortunately lately I've found on social media to be the actual opposite of that. Uh, but it was just the best. I mean, we came away from there. My wife and I talked about it for days after that, you know, and we're so looking forward to the next one. It's just, just an well, incredible. It's so special. And we yeah, appreciate y'all really being a part. And I, I have a video of y'all walking in for the first time in 2016. Really? <laughs> oh, and there is this oh, yeah. look on, just everyone's face, like everyone involved oh, being yeah. like, this is, wait, this actually happened. This is a yeah. real thing yeah. <laughs> that is actually, and like you said, I feel like the fact that it's such a like safe haven um, yes. for all these people where everybody can That's just kind beautiful. of like, oh, you, you like pentatonics and you're like right. me and like, this can be <laughs> such a fun time. Like that's just, I'm honestly yeah. so excited to, Get to experience that again. Yeah. Make it happen again. What yes. really is awesome is that you, I've heard several stories of people saying, well, I met so-and-so there and now they're like my best friend. And you know, so I talk true. to them all the time. We've, we've gone, you know, to each other's houses and, you know, we've mm -hmm. flown here and flown there. I was like, you know, it's just such an upbeat thing. It's just great. Washington well, I mean, should take note yeah. <laughs> of what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's I mean, so it's, it's amazing, like, just the positivity, I think, right, yes. that the Pentaholic community has. And that, like you said, like, it brought people together. That's, I mean, we're, we're doing right. this podcast because we got to know each other through Pentacon and everything. Right. And so right. now, now we keep in touch. I hadn't met either of you before. Well, right. I yeah. knew them, yeah. but, like, Karen yeah. and Huston, like, I hadn't met either of them before Pentacon. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm just seeing all your posts and stuff and, and Twitter. Maybe one day I'll go back to it. But <laughs> well, you're always welcome to hang It'll out with us. We love that. There. Yeah. Always <laughs> be there. Yeah. Very true. Awesome. Well, the question I wanted to ask you, Mike, is I mean, obviously you raised Mitch, you know how special he is as a person. What was the moment that kind of clicked where you went, Holy crap, my kid is famous? Like what was that moment? Um, I do remember one time when he came home for a visit and he wanted to go uh, shopping for clothes. Okay. And, and of course, he wasn't going to go shopping, you know, at Sears or whatever. So we had to take him to a mall in North Dallas where they have, you know, very high end fashion and, and such. And uh, so we went into this mall. It's called North Park Mall. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we walked in and you could feel, I mean, without even seeing people, you know, what they were doing, you could feel that there was, somebody was talking about something. And as we walked through, there was just, 
it was just the funniest thing because it was people following him through the mall. Oh my god! And you could hear them talking. You know, uh, oh, that's Mitch. That's Mitch. And I was just laughing hysterically because I was like, this just can't be real. This is just that's my kid. That's Mitch. He's just you know. It's just Mitch. It's just Mitch. Yeah. And uh, this, I remember this girl, she couldn't have been any more than 13 or 14. And uh, she pushed me out of the way to to walk with him. And I I just thought it was hysterical. And, uh, you know, people were like, oh, my God, who is this guy? You know, and uh, but people knew and there was a lot of people (laughs) were following him around and. Finally, at one point, oh, this one guy followed him like through the entire mall and then downstairs and into two different stores and then finally worked up the courage to, you know, to ask him, you know, are you Mitch? Oh my and, God. You know, I just, and Mitch was very kind to him and everything. And then as we, you know, kept trying to shop and stuff, there's just more and more people around. And finally, he just goes, Dad, can we just go home? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, he said, I, I, you know, he goes, I really appreciate that they're doing that, but I'm not going to be able to shop. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. we, we can leave. Oh, but <laughs> it was just, I'll remember that forever. It's like, oh my God, this is, this is real. He can't you know, even that, go shopping. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine what would have happened wow. if Scott, Mitch, and Kirsty were to walk through the If they were together, All sure. Together. Oh, no. Wow. It would have been chaos okay. at the mall. Yeah, yeah. For real. That's what wow. I that's wild. finally seen. Oh my gosh, he's famous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you suppose that's when his online shopping habits began? Because he's like, I can't go to the mall anymore. I have to. Uh, <laughs> I can't even talk to Mitch about his shopping. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> to say he's an active online shopper is just a gross understatement. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like when you can't go to the mall or anything like that, yeah, that's, that's, that's your it. option. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, okay. So Mitch is obviously such a presence and such, you know, as people are looking up to him and such an inspiration. But, you know, you are an inspiration to him and you are his father and like somebody who advises him. Sure. And what is one thing... Like, looking back, I'm sure you gave him so much advice and told him so many things growing up. But is there something that now you would say, looking back, that you would have told him, like, in high school? There was was a lot of conversations about a lot of things. And, you know, I, uh, because of my upbringing, not having really a lot of uh, conversations with my father, I wanted to make sure that he, you know, not, not just myself, but with Nell, too, that you know, he, that the communication lines were open and that, you know, I love know, that. That's he, awesome. he absolutely had to know there was no judgment. There was no, you know, whatever this topic was, we had, he had to know that we were there and that family is your first stop when you're having problems or you, even not when you're having, you know, when you're, when you're having good things happen to you too, you want your family is first. And I we hope all, you know always, how special that is. That oh, is incredible. And, yeah, it really is. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, my students. Like, I just wish everybody <clears throat> had parents like that who felt oh, that way. You. Like, that's really cool. Well, he, he and his, you know, the old saying, God only gives you what you can handle. And uh, mm-hmm. fortunately for us, we've had two 
kids that, that were very easy to raise. You know, thank God we never had to deal with drugs and alcohol and things like that. And, mm. you know, and uh, bullying, you know, to a minor degree. But uh, I do remember that when he he came home from this wasn't in high school. This was just after, you know, Pentatonix started. He was, uh, well, the band, we picked him up at the airport, and the band was coming back from doing the NBA championship halftime show. Mm-hmm. It, was on, it was on a Friday, and he said, uh, I said, well, Mitch, at least now you'll have some time to relax before you have to go out to L.A. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we're going out to L.A. on Monday. And I, felt, I said, oh, well, when will you be back? And he goes, well, I don't know. He said, we're moving out to L.A. on Monday. And I'm oh. like, You've got to be kidding me. You have nothing. You know, the, we're going to have to go shopping for two days for stuff for you, you know, out there. And he was like, I've I got to do it. You know, I, I'm under contract. I have to do it. And so he ended up taking my car. He drove my car. And I just said, well, here you go. I had an old rickety truck that was now my car. And he took my car and drove out there with, you know, uh, his roommate at the time. And and the roommate's parents, and I remember thinking to myself, my gosh, we haven't told him how to set up an apartment, you know, yeah. how to go online and set up your, you know, your gas yeah. and all that. Yeah. And, stuff. and I remember thinking he's completely unprepared. He doesn't have any clue what's ahead of him, and and it was a scramble for all of us. And so yeah. if I had to do it again, at least. From that point of view, I would have said, okay, here's what you need to do. But it happens so, so fast. Right, right. Like, there's no time. And Mitch, My mom I mean, talks about that all the time. Like, I just want one more. There's not enough yeah. time for more. Do these more lessons. I just need exactly. to mm-hmm. I can't teach you enough. Which of so, course. Yeah. You know, it's just as a parent, you're just, you know, we were mortified. It's like, oh, my gosh. What? But fortunately for us, he had the rest of the band out there, and thank God for that, because if he'd have gone out for something like maybe American Idol or, you know, one of those uh, singing competitions where there was it was just him, mm-hmm. we'd have had to go with him because there was there was nobody else for him right. to rely on. Wow. They so really it, have grown together. Oh, oh they really have. Helped each other, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that's- that's amazing. All, you know what was meant to happen happens, and it all comes yeah. together. You know that's that's really what it what it comes down to. Can, can I tell you a minor little story about that? Yes, of course. We spent a lot of time with Mitch preparing him to uh, audition for colleges, you know, and apply to colleges. And uh, he, we did several. We went to Boston. He went to L.A. He went to O.U. in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. SMU, uh, some others, and while they all accepted him, nobody really wanted to come up with any money to help, and uh, a couple of them actually offered scholarships that ended up being uh, rescinded because their funding fell through. So at the very end of it, we're sitting here thinking, Mitch, what what are we going to do? And he was like, Dad, I, I just don't have a clue. But I tell you, and this is not, you know, after the fact, you know, you know, making this up, it's true. His mom and I really felt, and he did too, at the time, that something great is about to happen. We we can't put our finger on it. We don't know what it is, 
but we all felt like something was around the corner and lo and behold, it really was, but we just felt like, you know, he was destined for something and we couldn't put our finger on it, but, and, and thank God it came around, but you know, you, you're so frustrated because it's like, okay, well this college says we're going to do this. And then this college says we're going to give you this. And then it all gets dumped and, you know, but fortunately for, for all of us, it, you know, it worked out. Oh, that is so wow. cool. That gives me chills that y'all just yeah. like, y'all had it, y'all knew something, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, could not, yeah. Well, and it seems like everybody's story of like how they became part of the original band is so, yeah, we just took a chance. Like this yeah. random, it was just yeah. so just out of the blue. Like, I could be like, you know, the only way crazy. that it could work is if it was meant to be. Like, that's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I want to jump into some questions that we got from our listeners. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much to everybody that sent in questions. We got a, a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we're only able to ask just a few, just for, for time's sake. So I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that did submit questions. We tried to pick a, a variety of different topics. And also, um, I just kind of want to give a little uh, promo or shout out to the fact that uh, Mike was at uh, the last two Pentacons in 2016 and mm-hmm. 2018. And the, the parents did a panel there and those videos are up on YouTube. So if you want some additional stories as well, uh, you always have those for reference on the, uh, the Pentacon uh, YouTube channel. But we have questions from the listeners that we did want to get into tonight. So um, the first question comes from uh, Lisa Steiner. So at Lisa Steiner underscore PTX. And a question is, what's a trait of your son's that you wish you had? And what's a trait you have that you wish your son had? <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. Well, the trait that I wish I had was the voice. Mm. Uh, definitely. Mm. I mean, I can sing, but that, that's, you know, God threw a thunderbolt in his throat kind of thing. I, yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> that's very accurate. Wow. Know, I just very true. Know, do that. Uh, but a trait that I have that I, that he would have, that I would give to him or the other yeah. way around. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, my Lord. Uh, that's a tough one. Do I even have any good tra- <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, of course you do. Uh, mm, he's going to kill me when I say this, but maybe <laughs> a little bit more restraint when it comes to purchases of clothing. Oh. <laughs> he's going to kill me, but That's yeah. Fair. I, That's fair. That's fair. But, you know, restraint comes with age and experience, so I can't really expect that too much. I was about to say, I'm sure my mom would say the same thing about me, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very dad thing to say. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pam at P. Stroud 10 says, describe where you were and how you felt when PTX was announced as the sing-off winners. Uh, well, we made it out to the show. We were we sat for the taping. Of course, that that the finale was live, but we'd gone out, I think, for one or two of the other uh, tapings, which, by the way, was very strenuous. I don't know how oh to be on stage. Oh, my God. Wow, I'm sure. 
Yeah. I mean, for a show that was really, what, an, an hour, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. we were there for three or four. It was very, oh very stressful. Uh, and the parents really weren't uh, treated, we'll say, like, you know, oh, well, they're the parents of the, you know, pentatonics. Or what. Not that I would want any special treatment, but, you know, it would have been nice to maybe have been... I'm going to go ahead and say it treated a little bit better okay. uh, because yeah. we were, we were in the theater, which was a converted soundstage. We were pr- probably all the way at the top <gasps> and we weren't even sitting in seats. We were basically sitting on uh, risers or almost like a, a bench with no wow. backs. And, mm. uh, but it was very special. And, and not only were we there, but Mitch's, mentor and theater uh community theater director todd hart was there with us which was very special for us and todd is an emotional guy but he holds it in very well and when they announced it it was just bedlam in there and i look over at of course all of us are crying and i look over at todd and he's just bawling his eyes oh out oh my gosh and he's i went to say something and he put up one finger like i can't talk right now i can't do it oh, oh yeah my gosh. and um you know we just and but the the look on Mitch and Kirsty's face, I thought they were both gonna just pass right out. You know, right <laughs> and, and, uh, it was very stressful, uh, it, and it was just such an amazing moment, you know, to have your child achieve something like that, and, and yeah, you know, it's one of the highlights of our lives. And sure, yeah. Then after it was done, you know, we're just kind of waiting for people to leave, and we're we're going down the steps and we're going to exit the theater. And one of the parents from one of the other groups that were competing said, Hey, if you want to talk to your kids, they're right back there outside the back door. You know, they're doing press interviews. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So all the, all the parents went back there and we were standing there and just kind of listening. And uh, one of the security people came over and said, you're going to have to leave. You can't, you can't stay here. Uh, oh my god. You know, this is for press or whatever and, oh. and Rick said, Well, we're we're their parents and this security guy said, I don't care who you are, you're <gasps> gonna have to leave. Wow. So we're like, Well, okay. So we start walking away and Rick turned around. We were already maybe a good twenty yards or so away, and Rick turned around just to take a look. And here comes this security guy running at us and screaming at us, you've got to get out of here. You can't be back here. Oh and God. so it was like, wow, that, you know, that kind of made us feel bad. But, you know, what are you going to do? We understood, you know, it was a secure event or whatever. But, you know, it was a very special moment for us to have them win. And then for something like that to happen, it kind of took a little bit of a. Well, yeah, you want to be able to, like, be with them and congratulate them and have yes. that moment. But then we got to go to the after party, and, you know, that was really a lot of fun. There you go. Yeah, and we met some of the celebrities and things like that. So it it was cool. We had a good time. So that made up for it. But it was definitely a a very strange experience. You know, you have to realize that it's their show. It's their thing, you know. And, and, you know, we're just biologically responsible, but that was about it. So (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of how it was. But that's okay. Okay, our next question comes from Carly at Scoot Hooing. I love her 
Addison. At. Yeah. Um, so Carly asks, favorite place that you've been to see PTX perform and where you'd like to go and see them in the future? Um, favorite place? Um, well, there's actually two. One was, believe it or not, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, and I was it there. Was, it was a very new arena, or at least, you know, maybe a year or two old when we first saw them. And it was nice and clean. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we were, of course, we were sitting close and everything. And mm-hmm. the people were really, really super nice. And uh, it just felt good. You know, the whole experience was easy to get to and, you know, easy to get around, and um, it was just a really good experience. And you know, the uh, the people there were just so friendly and everything, and it was just a really good experience. And and then the other one that comes to mind is when they were done with their uh, on uh, on your way home. Is it on? I never mm-hmm. get that right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tour that ended in Dallas, uh, actually the little town right next to ours called Grand Prairie. Uh, in the arena that is there, you know, that was kind of like the coming home, uh, event. Uh, you know, that was really special because there was so many people there that, you know, family and friends and high school classmates and teachers, That's and, so cool. you know, Scott's voice teacher was there and Mitch's yeah. voice teacher was there. And, you know, it was just like a big, huge family reunion. And, and that was a really special event yeah. oh, wow nice. yeah. yeah i just rewatched the documentary a couple weeks ago and i remember oh, yeah. that you know talking oh, yeah. about that whole experience and getting standing emotional about it stage, rick and i were standing on the stage looking out and we're shaking our heads yeah. this just isn't possible this is crazy oh, oh yeah. my gosh yes unbelievable yeah. if i remember correctly that tulsa show you were on the Superfruit episode, you filmed that backstage yeah. of that show. Oh my god! Oh that's my right. gosh! That's the same room we had our VIP in, and so yeah. I saw that episode later, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I was right there!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the hockey dressing rooms. Yep, yep that's right. That's right. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's so funny. Oh yeah, and the the uh, the on your way home video that they shot. They had called me and said, you know, we'd like to come over to your house and film a little bit. And I was like, okay, well, so I'm thinking they're just going to come in, maybe film Mitch's room or whatever. And if they did film me, it would just get, it was just going to be voice. You know, they weren't going to shoot me. Right. Well, they did. And so I'm wearing, this, I'm wearing this decrepit, torn up shirt. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, after they told me that they completed it and wanted me to see it, I was like, oh, my God, I was mortified here. You know, couldn't really tell too much, but I was like, oh, I wish I would have known I would have wore a better shirt. <laughs> I mean. And if you known, I bet you would have, like, stressed out about what to wear oh, and things yes. like that. Sometimes I guess it's better just not to know. Yes. Love that. So the next question comes from uh, PTX fangirl at Wow I Am So Weird One on Twitter. Um, so the question is: uh, So whenever Mitch or anyone else felt low on confidence and about their life in general, how did Mike or Nell encourage them to keep going? I need that advice because I'm always low on confidence, and Mike must have worked some miracles. Cause see Mitch today. Well, a lot of the a lot of the confidence building has been done via. Uh, text messages because you know obviously he's not here uh, but uh, 
you know, we, like I said before, that the thing is he has to know that we're here and that anytime he can pick up the phone and call and, or we can do, you know, Skype or what have you. And uh, I think Mitch knowing that uh, really gives him some confidence and gives him a sense of peace. And what really, really makes me feel good is that, you know, nothing against his mom, but uh, it's usually dad gets those texts and and gets those calls first. Uh, Most of the time, not all the time, but, and that speaks volumes to me because I didn't have that with my dad and I wanted to make sure that, you know, Mitch definitely had that with me and with us, you know, so he knows and he can call his sister too. And, you know, there's an open connection there. He's not alone. He may be halfway around the world, but he's never by himself. You know, I so love that. always family that can support him no matter what time of day. And thank God for texting and Skype and yes. things like that. Because in this era, you know, we have that ability. I can't imagine doing what he does, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Right. Out on the, you know, in a, you know, I'm not basically out on an island and nobody really not a really good way to talk to your family. But that's such powerful reassurance that like yeah, no sure. matter what day or night, whatever time, like you are just one right. click of the phone away. And that's, oh, that's yeah. it's obvious, and it's obvious that you're not just saying that, you know, like you actually yeah, back, back that up. Like there's oh, yeah. proof there, like that he's been able to rely on you, and that's really awesome. I just wish that he would take advantage of that more often. I wish more. that he, when he's a, when he's in other parts of the world, <laughs> it's harder to get any kind of response. You know, for yeah. obvious, they do come, but I we talked as a matter of fact in the past few days that you know we need for you to. You know, we know nothing, you know, it, don't just contact us when there's something wrong. We just want to know you're still there. Everything's okay, especially right. sure. what we're dealing with now around the world. We need to know as, you know, that you're okay. Everything is fine. And then we can relax. Uh, For sure. Yeah. He definitely knows that, that we're here. Well, Mitchell, if you're listening by any chance, call your dad. Okay. Yeah. Call your dad. <laughs> yeah. Check, check in. Call your dad. Um, so Chris at Chris Creations underscore says, I want to know what kind of music Mike usually listens to. <laughs> you do not uh, have to say pentatonics or acapella or anything like that. Well, I definitely do listen to pentatonics and superfruit. Uh, cool. <laughs> music is definitely not as, you know, wide ranging as Mitch's is. Uh, but uh, I like a lot of different types of music. I like uh Country rock type music, Ooh. like some kind, of, some recent bluegrass type music, uh, or, uh, you know, not the old style uh, bluegrass, but the more modern version. Alison Krauss. Uh, oh wow, yeah, like Nickel Creek and yeah, um, you know, cool, stuff cool. like that. Uh, uh, what else? I, I do like music, especially from the '70s era, because that was my era. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, not necessarily acid rock, but a lot of the rock <laughs> that we would now call oldies, you know, was my. <laughs> with my era, so, sure. Okay. Very cool. Oh. All right. Well, this next question I know comes. Um, this was actually one of many kind of on the same topic because I know we do have a lot of LGBT listeners and fans that maybe don't have 
quite as open of a relationship with their parents as, as you have with Mitch. So the question comes from Catherine at PTX underscore Stan. And she asks, what was Mike and Nell's first reaction when Mitch came out as gay? You know, Mitch, I wrote a blog article about this, you know, a couple of years ago that Mitch had to endure many years of me, especially saying how wrong it was to be gay. And, you know, it's an abomination and, you know, uh, God's going to punish someone that does this and that's just not right. And, and uh, little did I know God was working on my heart at the time and uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, and he, this, I mean, Mitch changed my life. Uh, he really opened my heart and opened my mind and changed me basically from being someone that was abhorred by the whole gay community to somebody that, you know, I will, I will stand with anyone. I'll go to any parade. I'll do whatever needs to be done to support that lifestyle because people don't understand that it's not, it, it, it is such a minor, minor thing as far as the grand scope of your entire life. Right. It, it has become a non-issue mm-hmm. with us as far as how we view Mitch. It doesn't matter. I mean, it. I wish people could just, I know it's a fear. People are afraid mm-hmm. what they don't understand. I right. was. But if they only knew, it, it's... It's no big deal. I mean, so what? You're gay. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm bald. I have black hair. I mean, do people vilify me for that? I mean, it's so ridiculous when you think about it, the hate that is spewed. And it took Mitch to make me realize that and and change my heart 180 degrees, uh, because it it's it's it it just it's so ridiculous to fear it mm-hmm. and to put it down. You know, it's I wish parents would understand that you know if you're if you're holding back your your uh, relationship with your child, that's your problem. That's not their problem. You know, you need to accept your child. You put them here on earth. You need to accept them hands down. Uh, but he was. I know he struggled with it for many years when, you know, he was really young and I, I got up in the middle of the night one time to get a glass of water and I heard him sobbing in his room and I was like, oh my gosh. And I went in there or he came out actually into the kitchen and, and I said, my gosh, Mitch, what, what's going on with you? You've got to confide in me. What, you know, what's happening? And, uh, we got on the subject of uh, his his friendship with Scott, and and uh, he and I said is and I asked him. I said, "Is Scott gay?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "Mitch, I want to ask you a question. You know, you can answer me if you want to, or if you don't want to, it's fine." And I asked him if he was gay, and he said, "Yes, I am." And he was actually afraid that at that point, right then and there, that I was going to throw him out of the house because he'd heard me talk about it, you know, about how I felt for so many years. And at that moment, I realized 
he's my son and, and I can't, yeah. I can't react that way. And, uh, and since that time, it's just been no, like I said, it's no big deal, but the biggest thing is that he changed the way I feel hundred percent. And I actually had to a couple of days later, go to him and apologize for all the hate speech. And, you know, fortunately for me, I was, you know, Mitch, you know, forgave me, uh, but, you know, he just turned my heart around completely. And it, you know, I embrace the gay community, the LGBTQ uh, community. I really do. I mean, I know I've seen what the struggle is. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're now living a better life with Mitch because Mitch is who he was intended to be. If we would have turned away from him at that point, who knows what would have happened. Maybe right. Mitch wouldn't even be here now. So I'm glad yeah. that it happened the way that it did. Uh, but I really wish people would just accept their kid for the way they are and be done with it because it's really not a big deal. It's really not. Yeah. Don't yeah. be well, afraid. And not every parent um, is as brave to say, you know what? Like I was, you know, wrong to say I that or like to. Um, or to like apologize, like you said, like that's, that's really awesome and really cool. And I think really special. And just again, goes back to that relationship of, you know, no matter what we're here. So I just think that's really awesome. Thank you. I, I, you have to, when you're wrong, you have to tell your child you were wrong because they won't have any respect for you. If you don't, you're fallible, you're a parent but you're not infallible. Wow, uh, we make mistakes. There's no, you know, there's no real way to do this. We're all so human. Yeah, we're all human. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, well yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. That's definitely yes. a, yeah. um, a great lesson. Absolutely. Um, well, those are all of the, uh, the specific uh, questions that we had. Um, oh, okay. So we're, we're glad that we were able to, to, to go through those. And thank you guys for, was, yeah. for answering. That was those awesome, are, guys. Yeah, I was really you. glad to, to be able to do it and talk to you all. So uh, now it's time for our news and discussion segment known as... Where are you now that I need you? This is the Where Are You Now segment where we discuss where PTX is now and what they've been up to. Uh, and so this one in particular, uh, we just had a quick little news topic where we wanted to talk about the the tweet that Pentatonix put out recently um, about to their international fans uh, because of the, the, the scheduling challenges and all that with obviously the coronavirus stuff happening and and everything. Uh, I'm not going to read the full message. It's on Twitter, but just to sum it up, essentially, um, PTX is not able to perform their upcoming show in Milan as scheduled because of a temporary government issued performance ban throughout Italy. Um, they have every intention of, of performing in Europe so long as those countries will allow it. But I know there's more and more travel restrictions and things coming out there. So things are kind of in, in flux. Um, but uh, just wanted to kind of bring up that, that topic and, um, to all the international fans, I, you Hang know, I on. hope things work you out. You got it, guys. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Hang on. Um, we'll get through like that. Like, mm-hmm. 2016, 
was you, you know Europe. We're still gonna have justice for Europe. I'm justice for thinking Europe. about you. Um, yeah. I. This is honestly no comparison at all because it hadn't been years and years of waiting. But I do remember Hassan, weren't you at with the Kelly Clarkson tour? Weren't you like yes, oh, yes. the night before? No, it, yes. it was like the night before. I literally right. posted a video on my YouTube channel and I was like. I'm seeing Pentatonix tomorrow. I'm so excited. And then, like, right. two hours later, it was the, yeah. uh, she canceled that the tour because she was That sick. was going to be the first time oh, that right. I was going to be at that, like, at a at a concert. So, wow. like, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, it's not, it's not, like, the same caliber, I guess. But, like, I know the hearts are breaking and it's, things it's are just so crazy sure. right yeah. now. And yeah. Yeah. I hate and, it. At, and we're thinking at the end of the day, about you. Like, think about all the things that Pentatonix has, has done and gone through. They have rarely ever canceled a show. The Kelly Clarkson thing yeah. is out of their control. I know there's right, been that one or two yeah. nights where someone was, like, super sick, like Kirsten, I think, or something. Like, But they, 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 like, <gasps> they never <sighs> do it otherwise unless they absolutely have to. And in this case, they even said they will perform in Europe unless there's things holding them back. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I know Pentatonix, it probably hurts them as much as well if that they're not yeah, able to perform. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, so just know, sure. I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll be back and, and um, it will be, it will be a great time. It'll be amazing. So honestly, just to like get the mood back up and things like that, Karen, <laughs> what's going on in the world of Pentacon? Hey man, I mean like we talked about last time, <laughs> like we talked about in the last episode, um, we are going to be discontinuing the payment plans for the tickets, um, so that we, because we're almost there, guys. It's really close. Guys, it's it's um, March. This thing is going down in July. It's like, four months away. It's, it's I'm bad at math, oh but like gosh. that's um, soon. I just had a little stroke. It's so close. Yeah, hold cow. <laughs> so, so, um, the payment plan that was the four monthly payments is no longer available. The two monthly payments is still available until April 15th. So tax day. So you've got a little over a month left to take advantage of that. After that, the ticket prices will go up slightly and we want as many people to come as possible. So hurry up and make your summer plans and come and hang out with us in July in Dallas. It'll be so much fun. Also, while you're in Dallas, if you're looking for something to do before the event or maybe during a break during the event or something like that, um, Jen Southern, who um, was the one who is the reason why we got such an amazing venue that we have, um, is very familiar, love the location, very familiar with the area, um, is doing a kind of what not to miss in Dallas um, thing on her Twitter um, it's Jen underscore Southern and check it out. There's a lot of awesome things to see there. Um, Dallas is a cool place. I mean, we have fun um, there. So. You know what we play um, at Pentacon? We do a lot of really cool, fun games <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Hassan, any, any ideas where we play games anywhere else? You know, <laughs> there's a little something that comes to mind. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ref, play it back. <laughs> yeah. 
that's right. I love that song. <laughs> Such a good song. Too. Absolutely. And so we had to use that as the name of our game segment. So it's time for Ref Play It Back, uh, where each week, or each episode rather, we we compete in a in a fun game. Last time, we competed in a little game of uh, Name That Scott Riff. Yes, we did. This is was, true. Very this fun. is very true. <laughs> so I think we, we need to probably just go through and get uh, figure out how that turned out. And then yeah. we have a fun uh, Mitch-themed game coming up. And uh, mm. I'm very excited because uh, we can have Mike join in on, on the yes. one as well. Guys, that. I'm like really... I suck at the videos. Oh, no, this is going <laughs> to be great. I'm really okay. excited. So number one. The clip was Baddest Girl, and Hassan got that one. <laughs> of course, Hassan got that one first. Yes. Okay. Um, guys, the second clip was the Beyonce medley, the Superfruit Beyonce medley. No one got that. Hassan said waving through a window, and it was the Beyonce. I knew that was wrong. <laughs> right. Um, so number three was Cracked. Um, Missa got that one. Um. Number four was Hallelujah. Nissa got that. Number five was Let's Get It On. Nissa yeah. got that. Um, I think I got that one before she did, but okay, go ahead. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, well, no. Okay, so you got mis- the next one was Misbehaving, and you got that one like okay. hardcore. All right. <laughs> um, and then we had Natural Disaster, which was Hassan. Um, Ref was mm-hmm. next, and that was a Hassan and Karen tie. Oh. Um, and then we had Respect You, which Karen got. Of course I did. Yes. <laughs> and then we had To the River, which was Hassan. I don't even know oh. that song. Right. Oh. Yes. That's a great and song. Then, right? <clears throat> um, and then the last one was a Scott Hoing original. <laughs> called Goodbye. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and no one got that one. <laughs> We're all um, like, uh, what is this? Well, um, listen, I mean, I have like all the original, the old CDs that Rick gave me, but oh, I, haven't listened, I haven't listened to them because I'm like I afraid to take them out of the cases. Yeah, like, I, I haven't like you know. saved. It's yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Nissa was our winner. I can't even believe it. She's not even here to take advantage. I know. I know. But I am so excited for this game. Um, I have <laughs> 10 clips of some of the most iconic Mitch moments of all time. And um, they are labeled. And I'm going to pull them up and um, so I can write them down. And Hassan, <laughs> do you have, you have them, yes? Yes, I have the audio clips right here. All and... right. We're going to go through So, um, what's going to happen is we're going to play the clip, mm-hmm. and whoever says their name first is oh, how that oh. works, right? Yes. Um, can do, can name the song. Okay. All right. So, here's the first clip. Karen. Oh, that's a hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was I supposed to talk? No, no, no. You're good. You're I'm good. Sorry. No. Okay, so we have aha. Uh huh. Okay. Ready for? All right. Here's the next one. Uh, Oh, doggy. Yeah. 
What was it? Dog Sorry, days. Husband. Oh, Sorry. God. Yeah. You guys are quick. Should, should we just jump into the name of the song? Just, I guess we're just going to do the name let's, of the song. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We're ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Ready. Oh, see uh, through. Well, I think I heard oh. Karen first. Yeah, she was. She got it. <laughs> Y'all are doing good. Why is this easier? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Scott riffs are hard because he riffs all the time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the next one. Uh, take on me. Take on me. Katie. Listen, the last ones were hard. I was trying to be nice. You're very nice. I appreciate that. Alright, here's I, the next one. I would not do well on name that tune or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, Scott and um Matt both struggled when they did name that uh, oh, tune. Oh wow. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, I don't feel so They were fine. <laughs> Here's the next one. Uh, Making Christmas. Yes. Got it, Oh, I can think of the name. Okay. I love like, that part. It's so theatrical. I, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yep. Okay. Here's the next one. Oh. Can you imagine? I thought it was praying or prayer. Is it prayer is it? Or praying? Something like that. Well, so oh. here's the thing. Oh, um, so pray. You're talking about praying, I think, right? The, um, yeah. The Kesha cover. Yeah. So the thing is also, um, Katie has to be very uh, coy because we actually don't get the answers this time. We usually have to wait till the following episode to find out. So you could be right, oh, or Karen could right. be right. So Karen so, has uh, imagined. Mike has prayer. Okay. Praying, praying. Praying, sorry. Praying. Yeah, um, Hassan, do you have... Um, I'm going to go with um, Imagine. Okay. All right. Now you've got me second-guessing myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, here's the next one. Uh, greatest show. <laughs> I oh, couldn't well. not do that one. You couldn't well, not do that one. I love yeah. that. It's so good. Is that That's even uh... like a note in the stratosphere? I don't even know how he did <laughs> Wait, does... why wasn't... I, I'm ashamed of ourselves for not including that in our list of Twitter songs when we were messaging each other about like... That's a good point. Iconic Mitch things. Listen, <laughs> I had already been collecting these and I was like, that one's going to be a star. Very yeah. good. All right. I think these are when things start getting a little tricky, if I remember correctly. Oh, my God. I'm ready. I'm way up. I feel blessed. Oh, oh. <laughs> from Oz or from... Part, wait, what okay. part, Karen? Wait, wait. It's got to be part one. Uh, wait, and I heard Wizard of... Am I, did you say Wizard of Oz? I, I said, I said uh, Wicked. Wicked, okay. But... Karen I can't remember. Said... Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like defying, defying gravity. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, now now I'm second-guessing myself, too. I'm like, I guess I, we have to wait and find out next time. <laughs> All right, looks like we got uh, three more. Is that right, Katie? Yes. Okay. okay. Here we go. You make me move. I think that is defying gravity. <laughs> Might be. There's a, there's a piano in there, definitely, so that could be... Uh, can I play? I'm going to play that one again. Okay. It's what is that? I know exactly what it is. This is so fun for me. Okay, it is the. I don't know about that one. Wait, let me text Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) He gets a lifeline. (laughs) Phone a friend. When we're done with this game, Mike, I have a funny story to tell you about that, by the way. Okay. Um, Okay. It is... Oh, it is... Oh, oh. um, The show. What is it called? Um, Help. It was a TV show, and they did a medley from it, and it is called... TV show... PTX did a medley or Superfruit? No, it was Superfruit. I oh. know what she's trying oh, to e- say. Oh, Empire. And yes, that. Oh, holy okay. if, if that ends up being right, I'm giving that to Karen because I would never have even known about Empire. If, uh, Amazing. I only knew it because you said it was a TV show. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here's the next one. I can't hold us. Okay, um, oh my god. I love you guys. I just want everyone to know that Hassan sings the whole song in his head until he gets to the title. I'm and like, then he's like, no, 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 no. Can't hold us. Can't hold us. Yeah, that's, yeah. If that is the correct song. Oh, Katie. <laughs> All right. And then right. last one. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> you, edged, you edged me out on that one. All right. Good game, guys. That was a great game. Oof, Lord. So, Mike, like, what is what is the thought going through your head if we're able to just place a little snippet of your son singing and we're, like, jumping on it? And <laughs> Do, Are we crazy or are we cool? No, like, you're <laughs> cool. I wish I had that ability to do that. <laughs> <laughs> My instant recall days are over. Oh, I love it's that. It's so fun to like find those clips though, because I'm like, what is the most like, yeah. like, like the best part? My favorite part of this. For real. No, what I was going to tell you before, I remember from the first Pentagon, you and I were sitting pretty close together at one of the dinners, and you were drinking the drink that was named after Mitch. Oh, yeah. And you took a picture of it, and you sent it to him. And then, like, three seconds later, all our phones lit up with notifications that he had tweeted ah, about it. Oh, funny. Oh, absolute most surreal moment that I was like I was oh just talking gosh. to Mike about this drink and then he texted Mitch about it and then Mitch tweeted about it and now the whole room knows about it and it was very Rex. Yes. Yeah. do you remember yeah. when Rick uh, on the fly does a FaceTime with Scott 
Oh my god, it honestly almost shut down the entire... It was crazy. I I, uh, told Mitch that and he goes, Dad, please don't ever do that just on the fly. Please give me some <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can guarantee that. Yeah. I'll definitely give you some notice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait until the next episode and see see who the who the winner is. But Absolutely. That was, that was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, Mike, thank you so much for, thank you for joing so much us. Thank you so much for doing this. Was, this Fun. This is so much fun, and it's always such a good time talking to you. Oh, thank you. You guys are great. I can't we wait can to see you. where we can see where Mitch gets his cool sense of humor and his just oh, niceness you. from. You're such a cool yes. guy. Yeah, appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so, you to guys everyone listening, I don't know how you do what you do, but this <laughs> talk about dedication is just amazing. Oh. oh. We, we love them they and make we have it for easy. a long time. They make it very easy on us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, well, to everyone listening, thank you for, for, for listening, first and foremost. But also, always feel free to message us. Let us know your thoughts on the episodes, your game ideas. We'd love to incorporate them into uh, the podcast. Our next episode is going to be the week of March 23rd. And we're keeping the fun rolling with a special guest uh, that is Candice Alushala. So that should be a, that should be a fun a one fun. as well. Yeah. Um, very, very fun. So with that, I guess we have uh, last week's challenge winner gets to pick the outro music, yes. which is uh, Missa. So, does... so she chose the song Issues. Oh, of course she did. She loves to. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Nice. Well, there we have it. That wraps up our episode this week. Mike, thank you again for joining You're us. Welcome. My um, pleasure. Are there any like concerts or events or anything or you'll be attending this year where fans might be able to say hi? Um absolutely none of the European tours because first we're poor. Uh, oh no. <laughs> probably we want to stay away from uh, you know what's happening, but um we're hoping that once they have a U.S. tour again, that we will, you know, try to make uh, several of those. We're thinking about going to the uh, uh, ones at the Hollywood Bowl, or at least oh. one of the ones. Well, we don't know for sure yet, but we're we're trying to work that one out. Uh, well, of so, course, we can't yeah. wait to see you at Pentagon too. Of course, and I can't wait to see everybody. That it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. And then for our co-hosts, uh, Katie and Karen, where can people find you online? I am Kat Hancock on Twitter, C-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-C-K, and Hancock 223 on Instagram. And I am that Karen girl on Twitter at K-P-I-C-K-81 and K-L-Pickens81 on Instagram. Uh, and I am at HassanEmmed120 on Twitter. That's H-A-S-S-A-N-A-H-M-E-D-120. And on YouTube at YouTube.com slash The World of... Ha! Ha! <laughs> we're um, that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you can also find the podcast at that's ptxtome.com or on Twitter and Instagram at that's ptxtome and you can email us at that's ptxtome at gmail.com. Thank you all again so much. Take care and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Cause I got issues, you got issues
y'all it's katie um so you know how everyone knows how i'm a teacher and i teach the youth about things like reading and history and science and you know math well here's the thing i made a huge blunder and did the math wrong and for the game for name that scott riff hussin actually won by one point Math is hard. That's why I only go up to third grade. I am so sorry. Hassan, you are allowed to make fun of me as long as you want. Hassan, you are the rightful winner, and I hope that you choose an awesome outro song. Hey, it's Hassan here from the future through the power of editing. Thank you, Katie, for the correction, and I accept my position as the champion of Name That Scott Riff. My whole life has led up to this moment, and I feel truly fulfilled. But alas, as champion, I must make an important decision with regards to the outro music. I decided to keep the song Issues as the outro because Missa is amazing and has great taste in music, and that song deserves more. I don't really need to tell you more about the outro because, well, it already happened. This is the after show. Anyways, on to our regularly scheduled blooper reel. Enjoy! So we we play a fun little game each week, uh... Uh, PTX themed, and so um, this week is a uh, um, what is it, uh, Katie? Like a guess the. So this is guess the iconic Mitch moment. So I have a lot oh, of God. different um, <laughs> moments of um, you know Mitch and like some of his like just awesome sounds, and it's very like name that tune type. Oh deal. my goodness. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me get Rick on the line. He, I'm sure he knows a lot more than, than I do. Last, last time we did a uh, Name That Scott riff. Oh, boy. Ooh, I know. I know. Well, I think I will go next because I want to. And I love talking about the next song, which is the gold cover that they oh. did. Oh, my gosh, guys. Um, I... I what was that? I don't know. That was definitely me pulling up the Just For Now link. I'm really sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Katie's too excited. She's too excited. So uh, now it's time for our news and discussion segment known as... Where are you, Where are you now? Guys, we got to work on our timing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hassan, any any ideas of where we play games anywhere else? You know, there's a little something that comes to mind. Hmm. Ref, play it back. <laughs> oh, that's right. I love that song. <laughs> Such a good song. Too. Absolutely. And so we had to use that as the name of our game segment. All right, friends. All right. All right. We did good, guys. Good we did good. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.